Suitcase is a website, quarterly print magazine, and now podcast that celebrates the culture of travel. Hello, you're listening to The Upgrade, a brand new travel podcast brought to you by Suitcase Magazine. I'm Fleur Rollette Manus. And I'm India Dowley, and we're here to help you travel smarter. Coming up on today's episode. We really felt quite strongly that we wanted to put a lot of love and a lot of style into a slightly unloved and perhaps forgotten caravan. We didn't really want something that had already been pimped up and was quite high spec because we knew that we really wanted to get creative with the interiors ourselves. Hey India, how are you today? Hi Fleur, I'm absolutely great. Sun has been shining and I'm tentatively plotting a few staycations in an attempt to remain optimistic. And refusing to read the news like I am. I prefer the head in the sand, flamingo-esque method right now, as I feel like I'm just playing musical bloody chairs with Forrest on my holidays. What a thought. What a thought. Yeah, right. And we all know whose arse has been grabbing all the seats, don't we? But, like I said, we're holding on to hope, aren't we, Fleur, and doing our bit to restart the travel industry, even if it's just by providing some much-needed escapism. Yeah, we just want to see the travel industry back on the road. Get it? Our episode theme today... Low hanging fruit there, Fleur. Low hanging fruit. Well, it is our episode theme today, campfire travel. <laughs> yes, exactly. We are thinking outside the traditional flight and hotel box and getting creative when it comes to planning the trip. Yeah, that's very true. Over the last year or so, we've seen such a huge rise in people ditching that traditional mode of travel and opting to hit the road in a fleet of campervans instead. So much so, there's been a 21% growth of renting campervans last summer. Little fun fact for you there. That's a fun fact, Fleur. Thank you very much for providing that. But anyway, yeah, I think you're absolutely, I'm, I'm on board with this. Move over glamping. Van life is the outdoor trend everyone seems to be talking about. That is right. Whether that be a repurposed VW camper van or like a snazzy motorhome or a huge, and I'll definitely go out and say it, hard to park RV. There's been such a rise in people booking, renting, revamping these holiday homes on wheels, which is why today we'll be deep diving into the van life trend a little bit more, as well as shining a light on the rise of caravan rentals, including the static kind. I guess I think the, the freedom and flexibility that comes with a campervan road trip, as well as if you're worried about coming into contact with other people still and cleanliness, those kind of things, make it a really attractive option for lots of people this summer. I think at the moment we're so plagued by postponed until further notice flights and this new mode of transport cuts out all that chaos and worry. And now I'm just going to state the obvious, but obviously opting to hit the road via campervan completely lowers your carbon emissions and is such a sustainable way to travel. Exactly. It goes hand in hand with this idea of travelling slower. I know most of our readers and listeners have been championing this way of travel for years. and We've certainly just bang on about it all the time. Um, but going slower really does give you a more enriched experience, I think. So trucking along in a camper van or motorhome really does allow you to linger a little longer. And there's something really nostalgic about that, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's the same reason I absolutely love a road trip. Like you have the freedom to just pull over, or explore, like clamber down some steps to hidden coves and beaches, cross random fields to find a lake or stop in a lay-by on the North Cirque, stop the sunset. And yeah, I've actually done that. So no judgment. Thanks. Holding up a whole bloody traffic jam so you can get an Instagram bloody sunset shot. Did you tag it? Hashtag um, Wonderlust too. Rude. Maybe. No. <laughs> anyway, I guess because you're moving the districts of planes and transfers and hotels, you can bundle absolutely everyone, friends, family, pets, into the back of the van and just head off somewhere. It's also ideal for a multi-gen getaway, which I think lots of people 
will be looking to to do with they as they reconnect with their families I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie that that all sounds great, but I couldn't even share a bedroom with my siblings growing up, never mind a camper van. And my mum does that proper, proper mum thing when whenever I take a corner too fast, she'll just hold on for dear life, shut her eyes. And I'm pretty sure she'll, she'll say a prayer. So I'm not sure this camper van holiday style would would suit a family such as ours. But I can obviously like totally see how it works for everyone else. Do you know what, like, I've kind of, I, I we might be peddling multi-gen quite a lot, but, um, I mean, there's seven of us in my family. We need a fleet of vans to rally us, you know, anywhere. And I'm not sure sort of family relations would be as good as they are now by the end of it. Yeah, not, not quite in, intact. <laughs> uh, I guess what we are saying is that we are not surprised at all that our Instagrams, our Pinterest boards, no eye roll in, please, India, is filled with posts featuring, you know, revamped camp vans and routes to follow or snaps of intimate campsites overlooking the coast, like camp vans, road trips. They generally do tick a lot of conscious travel boxes. Yeah, absolutely. So sustainable, affordable, reconnecting with nature, freedom. Piling yourself into one of these vans, rentals and RV is a relatively easy way to travel slower, smarter and more purposefully. Talking about the whole van life trend has definitely got a huge nostalgic element too, hasn't it? Heading to a campsite, cooking over the stove, watching the stars. Most of us have a travel memory, usually obviously from when we were kids, that we can completely relate to. Definitely. And recreating that nostalgic feel is in part what inspired today's guest's next project. Yeah, that's right. So while the rest of us were buying wax melts and watching Friends reruns during lockdown numero uno, our trio of guests bought a static caravan to revamp. They absolutely did. Can I just ask you a quick question though, Flair? What is a wax melt? For like a candle. Oh, anyway, yes. Okay, okay <laughs> I was buying wax melts then. <laughs> Clearly India was not. I thought it was some sort of like face mask thing you were going to tell me about. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Um, interior designer and presenter Winnie Williams, travel journalist, a long-time favourite suitcase contributor, Anna Hart, and stylist and interior designer Emma J. Palin have come together to renovate a static caravan housed on a UK campsite. Honestly, I could not think of a better trio to be revamping a caravan. And didn't this all start in their group chat on WhatsApp or something like that, Fleur? Yeah, yeah, it did. Literally three messages and the plan to buy and renovate a static caravan in, I think it's in Kent, was well underway. My poor pals can never get hold of me to plan a coffee date or a walk because obviously <laughs> I switch all my group chats to mute. But anyway, sick idea, right? Yeah, and it really fuses so many different travel trends together, doesn't it? So like on the one hand, you're seeing people want to get back on the road, but it's more than that, I think. It's about ditching that cookie-cutter hotel in favour of something... I don't know, more exciting and unconventional, perhaps. Then we're seeking out more affordable options. So a caravan's a really good shout for that. And we're looking for experiences that are rooted in community, I think. And what better way to feel part of a community than pitching up at a campsite? They are a breeding ground, I think, for convivality. And I don't mean sitting around a campfire chanting Kumbaya, but, you know, you could if you wanted to. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Don't forget, we've also seen people really hankering for nostalgic destinations and trips. Like we said, there is nothing more nostalgic than toasting marshmallows and eating beans and sausages out of a tin at a campsite. Plus, let's be real, Winnie, Emma and Anna's taste is absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I'm obsessed. It's kitsch, quirky, kooky and just so much fun. 
anyone who knows me will know I have a poncho for 70s style so I'm always <laughs> I'm always in a pair of flares or jumpsuit that kind of vibes um and I think it's a real incarnation of that retro feel I'm I, I'm absolutely obsessed and everyone should head on over to their Instagram at Club Jupiter to follow the revamped journey. Today we talked to interior designers and stylists Winnie Williams and Emma Jane Palin and travel journalist Anna Hart about revamping a static caravan during a pandemic, the hotel interiors that inspire them and why there's absolutely no such thing as OTT. Without like being super cringe, naff and giving off proper first day at school vibes, We've got three of you on the podcast today, so can we all quickly introduce yourselves and maybe share like your like 80 word Twitter bio or like a cool fact? Sure. Um, my name's Anna Hart. Uh, I'm Anna.Hart on Instagram and I'm a, a travel writer and podcaster and um, Suitcase is one of my absolute favourite magazines to write for. Bab and Anna is one of our favourite contributors as well. I'm Emma. Emma Jane Palin on Instagram. I am an interiors writer and blogger and stylist and lots of other different little things. Anything, basically. Anything you want me to be. (laughs) (laughs) And you have the coolest coffee table ever, by the way. If you go on Emma's website, I was like drooling over all your books of the day. And lastly, we've got... I'm Winnie Williams. And I just like to create spaces that make you feel like you're living in a movie including your sick back garden which I'm sure we'll talk about later but it is literally like Miami Vice meets Margate right it's really cool yeah full of animals as well so lots of chaos and creatures so let's start at the beginning how on earth did you three end up buying a caravan it was quite a random thing I guess all of us have thought about it in our on our own different paths um and then one day I whatsapp Winnie because I saw one on right move and I was like we should just buy a caravan and then she was like I've always wanted to buy a caravan and we'd been meeting regularly for little kind of business meetings so we messaged Anna literally just like do you want to buy a caravan and she just replied saying yes <laughs> and that's how it happened and we all live super close to each other in Margate so when we messaged Anna I was just looking out my window <laughs> waiting to see whether or not she was going to reply um and then we went to go see the caravan site the next day yeah yeah so it all happened really quickly and whereabouts is the um the caravan it's just outside margate so so pretty local to all of us so this is a we, we all lived in margate for a few years we really love it we really believe in it as a a place to live but also a place to visit um so yeah it had to be home that's amazing I can't believe you just started on a whatsapp chat I can't even make her like a coffee date with my friends it's like 22 messages and we still haven't got a date together (laughs) yeah it was very quick and very spontaneous but I think we're all a bit like that when it comes to business decisions so yeah there was no other way yeah yeah you've got to take risks sometimes haven't you and what about selecting the actual caravan like how did you find the one did you go in and were you drawn to one did you see pictures was it like do you have to be on like tinder dates for caravans like like what's the what's the process how do you pick the one that you end up going for when we went to the caravan site they actually so they they rarely have caravans coming up because they go super quickly um this is like the cheaper ones that need a little bit of love um so they showed us a piece of 
A4 printed out paper with just some really small thumbnail images on it. And we were just like, we love that one. Um, but it wasn't actually on the site yet. So they started showing us around all of these newer versions, kind of trying to upsell us saying, oh, this one has central heating and this one has double glazing. And we were like, we want the one that doesn't have any of this stuff uh, that was just existed on a piece of paper. Um, we had to wait, what, like a week, a couple of weeks mm. for it to come in. And they said to us, they go really quickly. So basically whoever gets there first and puts the money down for it gets the caravan. And we made friends with one of the girls there, didn't we? And she tipped yeah. us off. Rebecca did <laughs> she, a solid. She tipped us text. off when the caravan was coming in. So as soon as, as soon as she texted us, we drove down there and, and put the money down pretty much. We just saw it and put the money down straight away, didn't we? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was really fun. We, we really felt quite strongly that we wanted to put a lot of love and a lot of style into a slightly unloved and perhaps like forgotten caravan. We didn't really want something that had already been pimped up and was quite high spec because we knew that we really wanted to get creative with the interiors ourselves. I can't believe you basically went on like a caravan blind date and that's the one that you ended up with. That's amazing. <laughs> it was love at first sight. <laughs> also, shout out to Rebecca. It's like having the Glastow plug, isn't it? Like being able to, to sneak into to Glastow. It's brilliant. What about the name? So it's called Club Utah. What is the story behind that? Yeah, I mean, the name came about just from lots of different inspiration. So when we got the caravan, we went and stayed there for our first night together. We all pulled the mattresses into the living room <laughs> and we started looking at vinyl records and books. And we just started putting out words that we really liked and really resonated with. So there's not anything that's super meaningful behind it. We were just playing around with words and it took a little while, but and we kind of kept on revisiting but Club mm -hmm. Jupiter sort of came out as something that there wasn't anything similar to it. Because um, lots of things out there have quite similar names. And I guess we were looking at a lot of Americana references and we didn't want to mm. go down a similar line to all of those things. Club Jupiter is pretty different. I think it's such a, such a great name. And you mentioned like Americana and like hotels and I know you've got a mood board because I obviously stalked you guys on on Instagram and um, what's on the mood board what hotels have inspired you I know you've all traveled like a fair bit so what are you using for, for inspiration I think we we all share a love of like mid-century interiors and um, I'm just obsessed with any theme. Anna's been to the Madonna Inn a few times. It, I need to go. Um, <laughs> we all, we need, all to need to go. go. <laughs> so yeah, Madonna Inn was like a big inspiration. And like, I just, I just think like trips to America and how they really go in on a theme and just the retro sort of everything's the moment. And we just wanted this, this caravan to feel like wherever you took a picture with your friends, you could recognize it and it's just like it brings out like the fun and the idea of like let's dress up and like mm -hmm. we're in another world oh my god that's so so cool that's also such a fab hotel for a, a reference point isn't it it's just filled with like the most zaniest and like I hate using the word Instagram because it's beyond that isn't it they're actually all pieces that like fit together but have some sort of form of like design purpose so it's so cool to be able to like bring that into into a caravan yeah and just like the history and like you know bringing in all of our favorite references like musicians that we love their houses or just so we've really gone back and looked through history and bought it into the caravan 
God, I actually can't wait to see it. This is so exciting. Obviously, like caravans are so associated with nostalgic travel memories. And I think for me, like I always go, this is like super cringe, but I always go back to being um, at Fontaine's as a, as a kid, as a teenager, and like trying to like snog boys and like impress them on the dance mat because that was like my way in to like the cool kids because I used to be like sick at the dance mat. Um, but what are your uh, nostalgic caravan and camping memories that you can share with us? I think we've all had similar yeah. experiences. That's definitely, boys always comes up whenever you talk about caravans. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Up. It's like your first snog, isn't it? It's normally on a caravan site. Um, Everyone's got a boy story when it comes to caravans. And we, we really, we were really interested in that just when we started like all of these kind of memories that people have of caravans. Cause it was such a classic holiday when we were all younger. And yeah, that's there was something so beautiful in that. And I think the site that our caravan on, like it has it has an arcade and it has a swimming pool. And it's kind of like going back in time slightly. And it just makes us all feel really good and happy. You do sort of get the mixture of like Butlins and Ponton vibes at our caravan, mixed with a little bit of like Madonna in Swanky <laughs> yeah. Pan Springs hotels and all of the good stuff. What a combination. I'm going to be rinsing the arcade when I evidently come to stay. I'm going to get all my one pound coins, put in the machine, 20p's, and that little push coin machine. That I don't know what it's called, but I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Let's get down to some of like the nitty gritty. Where on earth did you start with the like caravan renovation? Did you like gut it? Like what? Okay, we've got no heating, like no double glazing. Where did you start? Um, we were, we were really keen on um, using anything we could like in the caravan now the old doors for wardrobes are sort of making the insides of the bed now and different things like that so we wanted to limit chucking stuff away so we've like reused a lot of stuff um but we started off by just like what's our dream aesthetic how can we bring this into the, the space and um we got a really great carpenter who bless him was really up for our weird vision um so we got yeah we we took out what we needed to we got the carpenter in um he's done his bit and now we're at the stage of like painting and just like the electrics of we've we've changed the electrics and yeah we're just doing bit by bit but keep referring back to our reference point of like it needs to be fun cool like instagrammable like you say and just um yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. No. We did actually sit on it for a little while before we started as well. So we really got to develop our ideas and it was it's not been a rushed process. Yeah, and no. I think it's just about how what's so important, like how we want to use the space. You know, it you've got to be able to have a dance, you've got to be able to have dinner, you've all got to be able to watch telly on the sofa, have like and it's just bringing all the fun element and like what is your dream weekend in this caravan and how can we make that work? it's like an ill real life sleepover club isn't it like getting all your girls together like pulling them into the caravan yeah it sounds wicked where have you gone to source things because obviously like a lot of the the vintage stores and stuff are shut at the moment so what are you doing about that you, obviously you're making quite a lot of stuff with your carpenter but where else are you are you going we're all proper thrifters and we love ebay like We've got a gold sink that I found in a skip that's been in my basement <laughs> for three years. Um, so we've really dug deep of like, what do we have? Yeah. Um, yeah, eBay. And like another fun but annoying thing about caravans is that they're sort of all made of flimsy material. You need to, it's not like doing up your house. Um, mm -hmm. So it's been quite fun to learn 
you know little hacks of how to make the doors work or you know so but it's been a learning curve yeah it's definitely (laughs) been made harder with a pan global pandemic going on but because obviously we would love to go to vintage stores and thrift everything I mean hopefully Mm -hmm. in the in the near future we can do a little bit of that for accessorizing but yeah quite a lot of it is all has to be built in anyway so we've just been really clever with how we make something really cool but also work for storage um and just work in a small space in general yeah and we we all love vintage so we're all really keen on buying secondhand stuff and, and making that part of the the aesthetic Oh, it, sound, it sounds great. Are you all quite handy with like a hammer and stuff then? Because I can't put up like Ikea pack wardrobes. So how are you all finding that part? We all we all really <laughs> like it. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty gung-ho and um, yeah, I think we can just kind of like, we're really keen to actually do as much hands-on stuff as, as possible because actually this is, this isn't something that we just wanted to design and then hand over. Um, a big part of this is actually just having a lot of fun in a caravan with your friends and a hammer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're we're all very capable with a hammer. <laughs> it's honestly the best lockdown hobby I've ever heard in my whole entire life. Like, truly, there is nothing better. I mean, I know people have like learned to like rollerblade and stuff. I've done nothing, um, but like, yeah, just you know, rebuilding and redoing a caravan definitely is is up there. Um, you mentioned your gold sink that you found in a skip. What else have you found? Mm. We've like found a really good hack of like. Um, movie set walls mm-hmm. that are molded which is just like amazing because we can bring that true like movie set vibe in um, yeah. and that's just like a really old company that's like a bit of a secret uh, <laughs> yeah movie secret so that's been quite fun I think with just like lamps and like shelves and I'm trying to think bathroom suites we're getting like a secondhand bathroom oh, suite that's gonna look like a pound fire yeah, <laughs> yeah. A we, pound bathroom suite. we did find a bathroom suite for 99p which was on its way to us and unfortunately the <laughs> previous owner broke it whilst packaging it so oh, no. that went from bargain of the century to disappointment <laughs> like... <laughs> but yeah with just like lots of little and just the little final touches like vintage door handles and yeah. is the fun little bits that makes it feel really us. And is there three bedrooms and have you all designed one each? Is that how you're like bringing your like personal stamp into them? Yeah. So, so obviously um, Winnie's the, the the design lead. She's the interior designer. She's got her own interior design TV show. Um, but it's been a real like beautiful collaborative like effort. And I'm, I've really enjoyed working with a, a design, interior designer and a stylist as a, as a journalist, just with tons of ideas and lots of experience like seeing hotels and liking them but I guess I never thought that I would one day be able to design and like open my own little hospitality venture and that is the joy of doing it with a caravan like this is completely feasible we all like saved up a third of it each and we're doing it in our spare time and at weekends and then hopefully in a couple of months we will have a a business together so I would really like just to encourage other uh, young women uh, to Think about doing something similar it's a little pandemic business idea and a really fun creative project we have all taken a room um and my room is uh, a jungle room so when you talk when you asked about where we'd source things i've become essentially a little bamboo merchant so I, I know all of the best bamboo traders in the uk and the difference between rattan cane and bamboo 
and being around all of the garden centers and so that that's been a lot of fun mine is a 70s space disco room (laughs) (laughs) which it's going to be quite interesting because my least favorite color is gray and I've basically got a tonally silver and gray room Mm -hmm. but it's going to be fun I don't basically no one knows what we're doing so this might be the first time that people hear yeah what we've got up our sleeves true and exclusive yeah yeah and my room is really inspired by Anna and I went away when was it February last year yeah a year ago just before the pandemic that was fun but we stayed on a ranch and I, I lived out my lifelong dream of being a cowgirl um, yeah. so I've done a cowgirl room um, and my my brand Poodle and Blonde um, we're using the wallpaper in there and it's got like cow horns that I've kept for years that didn't know I ever needed cow horns and now they've got a home so yeah. <laughs> it's um, heavily themed and fun it was really important to us for like this first one to all have a little go at sort of designing our own space in it and because she's kind of our baby and we each want to have a little bit of our own touch so it was a really nice way because there's three bedrooms we could each bring something a little bit different to it so it's going to be wildly different rooms but then they're all kind of linked together it all totally works in that sort of americana yeah motel vibe yeah, because you can like it's like when you go to Vegas, isn't it? You can like pick a hotel like based on your personality, right? Like, okay, Vegas is like the worst example, December. But you know what I mean, don't you? Like, you can go into like the honeymoon suite, and you know there's going to be a big heart shaped bed, probably made of water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's um. I mean, obviously, at the moment with so many restrictions around travel, you know, we are going to need to get a little bit more creative with how I, how we transport ourselves. And so it's just been such a fun thought, the idea that you can book into a, a caravan in Margate and the living room will take you to like mid um, like 1950s Palm Springs. My bedroom will kind of take you to like 1970s, like um, Elvis Graceland, like Elvis's jungle room. Um, Emma's room is probably a little bit more like Hollywood glitz and glamour um, <laughs> and then Jade's room yeah it, t- it takes me straight back to our holiday at the ranches in Arizona last year. I wonder what, what's going to be like are you going to do like an Instagram poll or something to see who's as a favourite or are you not are you not competitive? <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to be monitoring everyone's Instagrams <laughs> to see which one's the most Blair that's such a half nasty suggestion <laughs> I just wondered if, if there'd be like a firm, firm favourite. No, I know they're all going to be absolutely fab. And you can just book it for like four nights, right? And you can each try one of the rooms, like group of like three to six, and you can just bed hop. I think there's going to be serious discussions over who gets what. Like everyone's going to want to try out a room, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the worst part about like going away with, with friends or maybe just my friends, cause like, because we're just we're basically awful at planning anything anyway and whenever we get to like a big villa it's always the maddest dash just to be like hey who's got the biggest bath and bed and whatever and then I'm only like left out on the sofa because I can't get my case through the bloody door but <laughs> we move yeah but we we, we encourage bed hopping <laughs> <laughs> always absolutely always and um, we obviously you talked about where you went before this whole pandemic, when it ends, or fingers crossed when things lift, where are you going? Where's the first place you're heading? What do your travel plans look like? You know what, I've actually really, you know, I, I travelled the world so much and I and I really loved it. And I really thought I had to go quite far to, uh, you know, 
have a transformative or really, really enjoyable and relaxing time. But I've actually really rediscovered the UK. And I mean, I have family that I need to visit in California that I am desperate to see. Um, but yeah, one of the real blessings for me of the past year has been becoming much more aware of just the amazing stuff that we have on our doorstep. So quite boringly, yeah, I, I'm really keen to get up to Scotland, some of the Scottish islands. Um, perhaps I'd like to get to Guernsey. Um, but yeah, my new kind of like the subject I really want to swat up on is much more about achievable and affordable adventures kind of on our on our back door. Definitely, definitely. I feel the same as Anna. Like I don't really have a really strong urge at the moment to go traveling. I kind of just want to wait for things to be back at their best and not have to worry about sort of easy jet flight fee changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Winnie earlier I feel like I've I had some flights booked for like July last year and they've been rescheduled like three times now and I'm just so over rescheduling so I'm just gonna wait until like there's a bit more of a clear kind of path of where we're going and yeah the UK is great and Margate's great so I'm just quite happy <laughs> hanging out here to be honest at the moment I'm off on the first flight to Thailand <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want to go to kickboxing retreat and sort of yeah. bite my feelings <laughs> and eat pad thai. So, sorry. <laughs> I'm literally right behind you. I've had, I'm the moment we can, I'm on a plane to Ibiza and I'm probably not going to come back. I don't think I've been going since I was 18. So I've been going for like 10 years now and I miss it so, so much. And if I'm not like passed out on DC 10 dance floor by May the 17th and I've done something very wrong. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm also out of here quite quite soon. But you mentioned Margate, and obviously Mar Margate is fab, like in short, and it's home for all three of you. Can you share some of your local favourite spots, please? Ooh, that's fun. Um, well, actually, all three of us live really, really close to Walpole Bay Tidal Pool, which is this amazing, like 1930s, like open air uh, swimming pool. Um, so at low tide it's the best place to swim and yeah we might be going for a little dip after this session but we've actually had a lot of like meetings like on the beach and and a lot of like little brainstorms and like meditative moments and tried to manifest stuff from the pool so yeah I guess my recommendation <laughs> would be the, the the sea yeah mine will I mean I love the sea but mine will always be food recommendations <laughs> <laughs> food 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 Margate is so good for food um some of my favorite restaurants are New Street Bistro, uh, Bottega Caruso, yeah. Old Po Boy, which is an amazing kind of alternative fish and chips. That's just come to Margate to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I'm just obsessed with the sea. So I'd say, yeah, um, like paddle boarding, hire some paddle boards, go off and do that and see the like Margate from a different from the ocean. I feel yeah. like Walpole Bay Hotel is one of yours. Oh well. yeah, Walpole Bay Hotel is like my favourite place. It's like 40 towers in the most <laughs> loving sense. And I like, I'm obsessed with it. So yeah. Absolutely love it. I have a confession, but I've never been to Margate. And I think that is so shameful, like as not just like a travel journalist, but a suitcase travel journalist as well. It is shocking. So I need to like hop foot, maybe before I go to my Bifa, I need to hop foot to, to Margate for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll show you all the best places. We will. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so here for some manifestation on the beach. That is definitely a, 
a bit of me. I have a vision board and India takes piss out of it all the time. And I'm so proud of it. And I know that it's all going to happen, but we've had all the fab, fab things that you guys are doing with Club Jupiter. How and when can we start to book this absolutely incredible space? So hopefully very, very soon. We're aiming for the, uh, I think it's the 17th of May that the restrictions kind of lift for six from alternative households. Yeah. Um, And we kind of, because of what it is, we don't really want to open it up before then. So that is kind of the date that we have in mind. And everyone could follow updates on that on our Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is at Club Jupiter UK. So yeah, the date isn't exactly confirmed yet, but we'll be announcing everything via the Instagram and we have a little website and things. So yeah, you should be able to book soon. So, so, so exciting. And everyone does need to keep up to date with all the renovation posts. And like, obviously, I know the UK have been in a bit of a like renovations fever, haven't they? We've all been spending so much time at home. So it's definitely the right time to to follow, take some tips and some inspo and some hacks, because I'm sure that we can all use some caravan hacks in our gardens and bedrooms and offices. So definitely give these guys a follow. Yeah, we've got a little highlight that's got everything we've done so far as well. So everyone can catch up if they've not been following. I just really need to find a good like gold sink and a skip. I haven't <laughs> found something so fab from a skip yet. I'm a bit jealous. I, if that's what Margaret's got to offer, I definitely need to consider moving out of North London. <laughs> Come here, we'll take you skip hugging. <laughs> skip hugging, manifestation on the beach. This is an absolute fucking dream. We actually found our carpenter through the fact that uh, Winnie was skip hunting again and she thought she'd she thought she found a heart-shaped shower tray. So she was trying to like lug it out of the uh, and he caught me. <laughs> he's like, what are you out. doing? I was like, hello, sir. Um, and then yeah, it turns out he's a carpenter that lives on our caravan sites. And it wasn't a heart heart-shaped bath either. Yeah. Which is sad. But it was sad. just you did, it was you just, just get a caravan. That is that is brilliant. It's gonna look so so good. I know it is, and I know that it's gonna be um super 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 popular as well. So yeah, congratulations. What a great lockdown adventure. Thank you. Thank it you really, so it really has been, but it means so much to have your support, honestly. Like suitcases are our favorite travel magazine, and definitely when we designed it and thinking about the whole experience, it's like it is suitcase writers like me and suitcase readers that we have in mind yeah india and i are literally like rock paper scissors over who gets to stay first by the way so um (laughs) she won't be manifesting with you on the beach so i'm just gonna throw that out there but i will be so if you want to bump me to the top of that list that'd be fab (laughs) she's gonna hate me she's actually gonna i'm gonna get fired after this (laughs) nice knowing you (laughs) yeah literally do you reckon you're gonna be right up until the wire like doing all the reno bits or are you quite on track at the moment we're on track but uh, you know nothing big has gone wrong and I sort of thought that something would there's still time Anna <laughs> there's, still time. <laughs> there's still time for me to, me to really mess up so yeah, we're, yeah. We, um, we're not putting pressure on ourselves though which is why we're not giving up you know a that's set true. day because yeah we just want it to be right and we want it to be done well yeah. so that's more important to us and yeah, yeah and the help pandemic like much as it's brought real challenges like it has also taken the pressure off and means yeah we've got 
we've got really we've got time to play with it and time to really enjoy it and time to open it in our own time and what a beautiful thing to like look back on and have through like this whole like last year like you know like everyone has like done so much like personal growth and like you guys are going to have something like tangible and physical and like to, to show for it and like a real like visual representation of like how far you three have like come that's like super deep to end this on by the way it's, it's really true I mean honestly like I I got I was looking at like some inspiration for our um our fireplace in the living room and I was looking at pictures from Pam Springs a year ago when I was at Modernism Week in Pam Springs and I was like a year ago I had no I mean I didn't know the pandemic was coming but I also had no idea that a year later I would be like using these pictures as inspiration for my own like project with my mates and so that was really I had a little cry oh that's so sweet (laughs) everything feels so right yeah it really does thank you so much for today ladies honestly it's been so fab talking to all three of you yeah do you know what I've always wanted to do probably not no flair but I'm sure you're going to tell me aren't you come on you're literally as enthusiastic as a dad watching the football while his daughter's <laughs> trying on her Saturday shopping buys from Tammy Girl. So I am really interested. I am really interested. Go on. I don't care. I'm going to share what I want to do anyways. <laughs> I really am. Anyways, I've always said that if I ever got married, which I probably won't, as I actually really do not want to, um, I'm not going to start talking about uh dismantling the patriarchy here but that's not the point I'm making at all (laughs) hypothetically if I was to get married I wouldn't have a traditional wedding gift registry from like liberty or something instead I'd ask everyone to buy me a part of an old VW camper van to redo and revamp together with my husband or obviously not husband in this case but you get what I mean that's what I want to do one day do you know what Phil I'm really glad you shared that that's actually really lovely you know my thoughts on ridiculous wedding lists and hand parties and then baby showers and now bloody baby reveals and so many presents. Well, maybe you don't know my thoughts, but I think you probably do. Um, don't get me started. I'll just sound like a killjoy again. But actually, I'm, I'm not, I promise. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> what did you did you finish interviewing Winnie, Emma and Anna and head straight over to Auto Trader to start bidding for a van by any chance? Yeah, maybe, but it's just such a cool idea, right? Have you ever taken a trip in like an RV or a, or a camper van? Well, not sort of like really an epic one, but me and one of my best friends rented out one of those ones with a little tent on the top. We drive to this teeny tiny festival at a tumble down chateau in the middle of nowhere in France. I did this about 10 years ago or so. We packed, it was snacks and bits and things. And it was really liberating, you know, to know you had everything you needed right there in your car. Like no faffing around looking for your Airbnb or this kind of thing. And the freedom to drive off whenever you like, which is very important, I think. Although, to be honest, it was an absolute bloody nightmare trying to win this festival. We've had a few, a few drinks, so we're trying to climb back into the tent on top of the van after you know, I don't know plenty of cider I think we were pulling each other up with the hair at some point but um we got there in the end and it was it was really good but I bet you had one when you lived in Australia yeah obviously it's like the most cliche thing ever over there and Aaron, <laughs> you said it you said Aaron it cliches I mean you know <laughs> what a killjoy and a cliche lover it's a really good duo on the, for a podcast um, but no yeah we we did have one I was I was working or like obviously hardly working as I just kept getting sacked um on the banana farm and these girls turned up that 
my one of my friends fancied so we let him crack on with them while we took their camp van to mcdonald's which was literally like an hour and a half away or something crazy and this thing had no reverse it had no wing mirrors i pulled in to put petrol in and it was in the wrong side of the pump so i had to drive all the way back down the dual carriageway to go right past the petrol station just to come back again it was an absolute nightmare everything you just said to me was gobbledygook about the pump and the dual carriageway and this kind of thing but I really really admire the lengths you went to for McDonald's I think that's really impressive I committed a grand theft auto to uh, bring everyone on the farm at McDonald's so actually <laughs> thanks to the girls I think they're from Sweden um thanks to let me borrow their van not sure they even knew that I did that but yeah so obviously the Gold Coast in Australia is really set up for camp van road trips but do you know where else in Australia which is absolutely perfect for a camp van trip Having never been to Australia, I'm ashamed of that. Um, but no, I don't know. Go on, tell me. Uh, Darwin to Alice Springs is a great, great, great mm-hmm. trip. That's where you'll have like the proper Aussie experience. It's all like crocodile, waterfalls, wild swimming spots. Obviously not with the crocodile, crocodile separate. <laughs> and then you go from, all the way from, from Darwin all the way through to the red dust deserts of Alice Springs. And it is pretty epic. That sounds fab. Do you know where else isn't considered a cliche camp van destination, but I'd be really keen to check out? Where? Japan. Really? Okay, go on. So there's this company called Dream Drive, and they specialise in renting these super cool, kind of like Scandi vibes camper vans with chic wood panelled interiors for travellers who want to explore all over Japan. They'll help you plot out the best place to view Mount Fuji at sunset, which lakes you can pitch up next to overnight, and where to stop off for roadside ramen. Really, really cool. Oh, that sounds so great. I'd actually love to do a top to bottom Italy camp van trip, but I feel like I'll just end up abandoning the van because it's just so bloody big. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was just imagining you careering, careering, careering down the roads, and very narrow roads in, in Puglia or in Malfi or something. Last year, I did um, the Amalfi Coast of Puglia. Yeah, last, sum- last summer, yeah. And I know everyone knows this, and you're like, none of our listeners are here to hear us bang on about how great Italy is, but th- it was just like proper talented Mr. Ripley vibes, obviously, before it all went wrong. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, we definitely would rather it before it went wrong. But anyways, uh, closer to home. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, the UK and our absolutely wild, rampant, renewed love for staycations go absolutely hand in hand with this slower paced style of, of camper van travel. Cornwall, Devon, the Jurassic Coast, the Highlands, they're obviously so perfectly suited to this kind of exploring. But I'd absolutely, and this is out of left field here, love to do a journey up the Durham coast. It is obviously so overlooked, usually by those other big hitters that I just mentioned. But the coast is really rugged, wild, moody, and you can just, you know, amble up to the coastline, bed down in, in these meadows filled with wildflowers. It just sounds like really romantic and, and really cool. Is there anywhere in the UK you'd like to do an extended road trip? I know this sounds so obvious, but Cornwall, absolutely. Um, I was, I've been here once and I was supposed to go uh, and then we got locked down. And then we got locked down again. And also locked down discovered my uh, Lake District plans. I'd love to go to Lake District. I know I've harped on about this on the podcast and I have these plans and I've, I've really not managed to explore the UK anywhere near enough this year. I feel like 
you know, we all thought that we'd be able to at least explore the UK and then things just, you know, weren't allowed. But we've got loads and loads of really, really great road trip itineraries and content online at Suitcase Mag um, for those who need inspiration. And they're really so well for that itineraries and stuff. So if anyone needs inspiration, check them out. I will be. I think before I start my um, not to be wedding, but wedding giftless vibe, maybe I do it for like my 30th birthday present gift list anyway um, <laughs> yeah Christ I really do <laughs> want to rent a camp van this summer though and just explore like I just want to bundle myself my pals like into into van and, and go somewhere I might use yes kappa I've definitely said that wrong we'll link that in the show notes um but basically it is kind of like Airbnb but it's peer-to-peer campfire rentals. So you get to pick someone else a campfire that's all polished, creamed, revamped, ready and raring to go, and you can head to your destination. So what you're saying is you will have permission to borrow this one then, Fleur? Yes, yes, I will. Although at this rate, I would travel anywhere by pedalo. I know, me too, me too. It's great hearing that so many of you are eager to travel again. We caught up with some of the Upgrades listeners to find out where they're planning to travel to next. Hi, it's Laura here. I'm from Ascot and I've been listening to your podcast since episode one. I absolutely love it, guys. Um, My fiancé is hoping to plan a surprise um, trip abroad towards the end of the year for my 30th birthday, but this is going to depend completely on the situation with COVID and the restrictions in place. However, if it turns out that we can only go on a staycation, I would be totally happy with that. I definitely have a a newfound love for that kind of thing. And I do also think that charity does start at home. Um, So we'd be more than happy to go on a staycation and support our tourism industry. This is Hayley Crawford, the former New York editor for Suitcase. I'm currently based in London and post COVID, I'm looking forward to traveling to Florence, Italy and to exploring Tuscany. I'm also very excited to travel home to the countryside in Quebec, Canada to spend time by the lake with my family. As the world starts to open up again, we want to know where you're traveling to next. Whether it be a staycation in Cornwall or a trip to Capri, we love hearing what you're planning. Send us your voice notes to fleur at suitcasemag.com. We'll link all our recommendations from today's episode into the show notes alongside links to our articles that will help you to plan your own van life adventures. Special thanks to Winnie Williams, Anna Hart and Emma Jane Palin for joining us. I cannot wait to see Club Jupiter in real life and hopefully be one of the first to stay there. Yes, India, I am calling shotgun. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast listening platform you use. The Upgrade from Suitcase Magazine will be back in two weeks' time. Until then, check in with us at suitcasemag.com, download the back catalogue of the podcast and get yourself a copy of our latest magazine, Collective.